Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Red Circle. Also, the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, and turn the notifications on. Also, check us out on Off the Floor. That's where right now there's more than 100 Heat fans going back and forth about the DeLon Wright signing. It happened as soon as the signing was made. They were right on there. So check it out yourself. $2.99 per month. We got 10 channels on there. We'll be adding more as we add more members. This is the place that's going to be the central hub for Heat fans. Forget Twitter. Forget X. Forget Elon. Forget all that. $2.99 per month, and you clear it all out. You don't need to follow politics or anything else. Just the Heat. So check it out. Link is right here. On the YouTube description, also on the podcast description, and pinned to the top of the Five Reasons Twitter page. Also, check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network, our friends over at Tub Culture. Check them out at shoptubculture.com, shoptubculture.com. Yes, Valentine's Day is over. I can tell you that this went over quite well. Check it out yourself. Go to shoptubculture.com. This is handcrafted bath and body care products. And again, these are natural products, and they're just great people. These are huge Miami Heat fans. They live locally here in Broward County. So check them out, support them. And they just got cool stuff on there. Like, uh, I mean, if, if you love beer, they actually have like beer bath bombs on there. Check it out. Shoptubculture.com. Use the code five F I V E. And it's 10% off when you use that for orders of more than 20 bucks. So it's a great gift for someone. Check it out. Shoptubculture.com. And now today's episode. Down the fish gang. Yeah. Uh. Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick and at Five Reasons Sports. I got Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. Brady Hawk. You can follow up Brady Hawk 305. The Miami Heat made a move today. That's the floor plan. Somebody that we've mentioned here on the podcast, we did talk about him on at least two or three of those as well as playback. We said this is an option if he gets the buyout from Washington, but that was always the hedge that we used. DeLon Wright is getting the buyout from Washington. Woj was first that he'll be signing with the Miami Heat as soon as he passes through waivers, which we're expecting. If you are not familiar with the name, you probably will be when I give you a little background on him. Uh, Darrell Wright's brother. Let's start there. So when Darrell Wright was around the Heat, remember Darrell was drafted as a teenager uh, by the Miami Heat. He was drafted in 2004 when they thought they were staying young. They had that team with, what, Lamar Odom and Dwayne Wade and and Karan Butler. 
Then they traded for Shaq, so Darrell's career got uh, kind of sidetracked a little bit, but Darrell ended up having some productivity with the Heat, and he ended up actually coming back later in his career and ended up having a really good relationship with the Heat. Still does. Uh, people in the organization, they still look at him uh, sort of like a son or a little brother because uh, he was so young when he came to the Heat at the time, and they never had a high school prospect like that before. He came back for Udonis Haslam's re- jersey retirement, and because of that, DeLon was always around the Heat. And he also developed a relationship with Dwayne Wade. We always talk about there's like six degrees of separation from Dwayne. Pretty much every prospect or every player that they bring in has some connection to Dwayne in some way. Terry Rozier worshipped Dwayne. Uh, DeLon Wright, in a certain degree, did as well. And now he is going to be a member of the Miami Heat. He's 31 years old. You may also remember him from a recent series against the Miami Heat. He was with the Atlanta Hawks in 2022. He played very well in that series as Trey Young's backup. Excuse me. Tyler Hero remembers him because DeLon Wright gave him a lot of problems. Uh, and that's where we'll start here. He's a point of attack defender. He's a passing lanes defender. He is the type of guy that you put on the court. You do not worry about him navigating screens. You do not have to use one of your wings to cover up one of the guards because you know that he can do it. So we're going to get into all of that. There are some elements of the game. He's not as adept in. He's not a creator per se. And, you know, there's a reason why he's available at 31 years old at this point. But here's I, I like it for a few reasons, Greg, and then we'll get to the basketball stuff uh, with Brady. First thing, he's protection for right now because you don't have Terry Rozier back. We're assuming he's going to be back pretty close to the, the All-Star break finishing. But it looked like that could have been worse. So we'll see exactly how that plays out. Again, the news was better than expected. Josh Richardson though is expected to be out for weeks. And then he's going to be evaluated after that because of the separated shoulder. So you lost two guards. We talked about the need for size, but also the need to kind of plug the hole in the backcourt. But then beyond that, you needed a rim attacker. They went out and got an interior Rozier. You needed a point, excuse me, a point of attack defender. They went out and got an Delon Wright. They did all of this while trading a disgruntled, declining guard who, honestly, they wanted to be rid of, okay, in Kyle Lowry, and a protected first-round pick. They did it without going into the second apron, which gives them the flexibility to do things like this in the future. Because if you're in the second apron, and we've always talked about it, it's, not, it's more about flexibility than it is about money to them. If you're in the second apron, you can't add buyout players. So we've now seen them add Kevin Love last year, who ended up being the best buyout addition in the league, and DeLon Wright, who may end up being the best buyout addition in the league, Danilo Gallinari and Thad Young, two other players we discussed who went respectively to Milwaukee and Phoenix will probably be in that conversation. But I actually think DeLon Wright may have more of a playoff role than either of those two guys. And I think he's a guy that Eric Spolster is going to fall in love with pretty quickly. And here's the other thing, and then I'll go to you, Greg. He's also a guy who could be here next year. And we went through some of the mechanics of this, but he's only 31 years old. He's going to want to stay. And it gives them some protection if Josh Richardson leaves, if Caleb Morton leaves. You have a six foot five player, more of a point guard, but a wing defender. Greg, your thoughts? It's funny. I think a lot of people have immediately when they heard that the Terry and Josh news was not as bad as expected, we kind of are taking for granted that they're still out and they're going to be out. And we don't know exactly when they'll be back. We've kind of thought that it would be after the all-star break, but we don't really know and how they're going to respond, et cetera. So the fact that they're adding a player who can immediately contribute, 
That's one, a big plus. They needed that. The things he brings, point of attack, defense, all the things you chronicled, that's two. And then to your point, I mean, let's reiterate it. They took a player who really didn't want to be here anymore, and they turned it into two guys with varying skill sets that Phil needs on the roster when healthy. And to your point also, this could be the backcourt, uh, like the you know, the two point guards on the roster, essentially Rogier and Wright going forward. I, I don't see any problem with that necessarily if you have the right surrounding pieces. So it has a lot of legs to it other than just what happens right now. And you're right. It awarded them um, the opportunity by swapping Rogier for Lowry and getting further away from the second apron that got them to compete so much that when he was bought out, Woj already knew where he was going. Like there was not even any vying for his services that went on, et cetera. So uh, I expect him to find a role. Um, and it's a, it's a good move. It's a depth move. This is, you know, one of the deeper teams that they've had now. Um, so now they just got to put it all together. And uh, I expect that, you know, the Jalen Brunsons of the world will see DeLon, right? There's a lot of guys that maybe they'll get matched up in a playoff series. Dame Lillard, um, where they'll deploy him and uh, and be able to do it with confidence. Drew Holiday, uh, Derek White. I, I think that there's a lot of different guys uh, who may see him. And look, the, the other part about this, uh, well, first thing, uh, again, this speaks to their sort of emphasis on family and keeping former players close. And I think that's something the organization has learned to do particularly well. And I think that plays in into this move. Um, but also now you mentioned it, they have over recent years and we can talk about making the mistakes in the first place or things not working out the way that they hoped. And we can have those debates and those arguments and all the rest of it. But when they have mistakes, they get off those mistakes. Like they, they did this at the trade deadline in 1920 something with with the james johnson contract the Dion waiters contract and justice winslow like in one fell swoop all gone and they end up bringing in iguodala crowder and solomon hill right and they end up making a finals run they get jimmy butler now who do they part with the recently retired and we're going to do a full episode on him hassan whiteside tyler johnson yes they had to take on a stretch contract of ryan anderson to get rid of that deal but eventually they do get off of these deals. So we can talk about, about them, but the Lowry situation didn't work out the way that they hoped. But again, to turn it into two functional players, Brady, and, and I want to get to the specifics of that because uh, we look at that series against Miami. I, I That's where I think he jumped out. Like we, we talked about him a lot during that series and the problems that he gave Tyler, and he could give others similar problems. How will Spo use him? Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, number one, he was huge in that series like I thought he was one of the most important players for Atlanta at that time and it's funny because I think we we were at the time we were talking about obviously Jimmy and starting that run where he you know I think it was game one where he had 45 or game two he had 45 one of the reasons Jimmy was able to do that was because they were so focused on Tyler and DeLon Wright was not so glued to him that they were like pretty much letting Jimmy get to his spots in a way in that first round and kind of let Miami uh win that series pretty easily but 
he's a talented defender. Like he's definitely a guy that I think you want that that Spo is going to have fun with and want to utilize. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned the the part about kind of now being able to to deploy your wing defenders on actual wings. Like this is a guy that you could probably utilize now and and put at the top of the zone, put at the top of the press, play in man against these these guards that you're pointing out. And now Haywood, who is a talented defender with against anybody, but can go, actually use his ability against players that are, are more necessary, the guys on the wing that he can contest and, and play a little bit more physical with. Uh, but he's just he's really active on the ball. He has just active hands, active feet, able to kind of kind of force turnovers, get steals. But it seems like he could do a lot of the other stuff. Like he, there were plays where he's really good off the ball. He's really good positionally, which you need to be in a Miami Heat defensive system, especially in that zone. But the more more than anything, I, I just picture him at the top of the press more than anything. Like he is going to be running around baseline to baseline as often as possible when they put him in there. So then the other part of this is what is he going to provide offensively? I mean, I, I think there's something in the tank to kind of provide a little bit of paint touches and shots at the rim just because if he has the ball in his hands and he's driving, you're not helping down on, on DeLon Wright. You're staying on the Tylers and the Duncans and everybody else on the wings that he's going to see a lot of single coverage. He's going to see a lot of one-on-ones where it's a little bit different with the Tylers and the Roziers of the world, where they're the ones that are pretty much being shaded help at all times. And then there's the part of him from beyond the arc, which we've never really seen a full volume from him, I feel like, in that range. I pointed out uh, earlier that he shot 25 catch-and-shoot threes a season and made 11 of them. So he's he's shooting like 44% of catch-and-shoot threes this year. Once again, not a huge volume. But I, I as we've known in the past, when the guys fit into a Miami Heat system, the three-point percentage always seems to rise just based on the role uh, and with these guys setting them up, especially when he's playing on the next to these certain guys that are going to be attracting. Like, he's the guy that you're helping off of in a Heat offense when he's out there. He's, no matter what the stats say on volume or not, like, he's going to be that guy. So he's going to be a guy that could potentially kind of burn you off closeouts, kind of drive, and maybe hit kind of those those relief threes. But that's not what he's here for. He's here for the defense, and that's what he's going to provide. So... I think it'll be fun. And I mean, we'll see what they could do with certain lineups. Like we've been talking about the backcourt and what we're seeing right now from Tyler and Duncan when Terry comes back. I think they could be, they could get really weird with things. Like they could figure some new variations out where if you don't want to, if you want to do the stuff we were talking about with Tyler and Duncan, you could move them to the two and the three at times and let DeLon do his thing defensively. And you're not skipping a beat in spacing. (laughs) Like you have those two guys on the floor. So I mean, it could be interesting. I think it could be fun and, and definitely. I think there's still question marks for me if 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 he's going to fully make a playoff rotation. I think I need we need to see him on the floor first to kind of make that assumption. But there's no doubt that he could be utilized for spot minutes in certain matchups. Yeah, I think spot minutes are almost guaranteed, depending on how long that the the playoffs go. And and you know this is one of the reasons we didn't really panic on the Gallinari and Thad Young things going other directions, even though we discussed both of them because it did feel like they had their eye on somebody and this one made sense. But the, again, the idea that it's okay, he's getting a buyout. He's going to Miami. Like they knew, I mean, it's clear. They knew uh, what the circumstances were going to be. And obviously you can work the back channels on all that kind of stuff. And this is a longstanding family relationship uh, that they have. It's not a surprise that, that he would want to play in Miami. By the way, I looked this up before the show. He was on the 2016 Raptors team as a rookie as Kyle Lowry's backup against the Heat, but he only got in three minutes in that series. So again, we, we've heard his name for a very long time. Um, his skill set is very well known. 
And they're always going to lean defense, Craig. Like, that's just what they do. Like, they're always going to lean defense, and they're not going to lean towards bigs. Like, we, we know the Eric Spolster formula right now, and he fits it. And I'm just curious about this, and then we'll get into a couple things after the break. Josh Richardson's going to have to fight for his minutes when he comes back. I mean, he was already I think so. in that situation, right? Like, we saw Josh kind of fell out of the rotation for a game, and he came back, and he was actually playing very well when he came back. I thought his defense was better. Um, not, I think, what we'd hoped for before the year, and I think that's that plays into this a little bit. But his offense looked pretty good. Like It, found, it looked like he'd found a role there. But they're going to be crowded if everybody's healthy, and we that's the yeah. caveat we always give if everybody's healthy. I, I just think that they had to have told him, and I don't have information on this at this point, they had to have told him, look, there's a role for you here going forward. I don't think it was as definitive as what they told Kevin last year, um, where it was clear what the role was. There was a huge need at that spot. Right now, there's like a temporary need at yep. the spot, but we don't really know what it is going forward. And it's temporary in that he could have a really big role immediately if they have, you know, both the Josh and Terry out. But you're right. Josh is going to be having to fight for his role because uh, one, you're right. They probably said, like, you're going to you're going to have an opportunity to at least be a rotation bench piece if things go right. And this is the other part of it. Um, and Brady is right that we have to all, we have to see him in action before we can really assess this. But if he just shoots average and if he just doesn't turn the ball over and make mistakes, his acumen defensively suppose going to start to lean into him in certain moments, because if he can trust him to not make mistakes and just hit shots at an average clip, the the defense is it, it that's Eric Spolstra, like what he does. It's when he finds a guy that'll just be a bulldog on that end and not make mistakes. I mean, PJ Tucker was a guy who found that role. Um, I I just think that this is a great opportunity for him. He's also not like an old player, so like he still has years left in the tank. I'm in on this move. I think that it was a, a really solid one. I'm not gonna oversell it like he could ever be uh a starter long-term like that's not the role for him, but, but rotation player on a contender, I think he absolutely mm -hmm. fits the bill. Well, I, and you look at the assist to turnover ratio, uh, almost three to one. So, I mean, not a high assist number, but he doesn't turn the ball over a whole lot either. And I just think you look at their overall depth and what they were at at one point last year when all the depot got hurt and they had, I mean, they, they were scrambling for bodies in the backcourt. It, Provided that Josh and, and Terry, Terry in particular, come back healthy, they're not going to be scrambling for bodies like that. Let's well, let's get into on the other side of this break uh, some of the combinations that we could see because I mean, right, right, you mentioned them kind of getting a little bit crazy with some things. Like they have like thirteen playable guys if everybody's healthy, and we've talked a lot about them going point guard lists with you know with Hero and Robinson. They can play two point guards together now too. They really spoke could kind of throw out anything. Uh, against any group so we'll talk about that more in a minute before we do want to talk about our sponsor over at better edge you can find them at betteredge.com use code 5rsn or five reasons that's 5rsn or the number five and then reasons you get 20 dollars to play this is peer-to-peer -peer legal sports betting legal in 45 states including 
the state of Florida. We're telling you to go there right now. If uh, We will post this before the events this weekend, All-Star Weekend Indianapolis. We've got – all you got to do is enter your phone number. It doesn't even cost anything. Just check us out. I've been posting on the Five Reasons Twitter feed. We're doing a contest for All-Star Weekend at Better Edge. We've got a bunch of questions. Sean Rochester and I put them up there. You make your picks. The winner is going to get twenty dollars in bet, twenty additional dollars in Better Edge funding, plus a Five Reason Sports shirt or hat, your choice. And then second place gets a free subscription for the year to Off the Floor. And if you have Off the Floor already, we'll give you OnlyFans. So one or the other, you can join our Discord. So check it out: BetterEdge.com. Use the code Five R S N. So Brady, what what could he do? Now, I mean, you expect you talked about this before we came on. Could he play Delon with uh, with Rozier at times and and go with more quickness than we've seen in the Heat backcourt? He will. That's Greg pointed that out and threw it out to us before we started, where he was like talking about the the Terry uh, Delon kind of pairing, and I kind of compared it to the Kyle Gabe stuff we've seen in the past. It's it's very similar. I mean, they've they've done it uh, where either could kind of play on and off the ball. That's why I say I still want to see it because if the, like Greg said, if Delon is shooting average from three, like things look differently and you 100% can, but like if it's becoming a little bit of like the three ball isn't there and now they're helping off a little bit extra, it makes it a little bit tougher than what we saw with Gabe and, and Kyle specifically, but they can get weird. Like I said, like if, if you're having a Delon type guy in the backcourt, even like a guy I brought up last night when we were talking about things that could change, like, Jovich even makes a little bit more sense in those lineups because you're playing him at the four. You can play with a little bit more size and you have defense in the backcourt to kind of play their kind of guard their yard, as Bam says, in the point of attack if they're in man. And then you have Jovich who can uh, DeLon, even though he is a point guard and actually has some really good numbers in the, the assist to turnover ratio. You can have Jovich play the point guard that they kind of been running through stuff and be able to play in that range. So then there's the part of, I mean, if there was like a player and this is why <laughs> We, we say this yesterday about kind of Duncan and why he makes everybody better. If there's like a guy to play next to DeLon, it's Duncan, right? Like if there was an ideal person, like they're putting it just a guy that's all about defense. And then on the offensive end, a guy that creates like any given possession could create a good look with Duncan. I mean, that just makes a lot of sense. So it feels like they have a little bit more flexibility at the four now, more than anything to me in those lineups, just because they can, they can kind of go through some things where they don't have to always have a Haywood, a Caleb, those type of guys to kind of move up and guard these opposing point guards, which they've kind of been leaning away from a little bit just because of the zone, because you don't have to be traditional in that way where you have to have somebody to guard the point guard. But now I guess maybe you could go to a little bit and be, and be a little bit more confident in your man uh, where you have a guy that's not being detached from screens. Like even uh, Terry, who has been kind of, you know, a guy that, that's been aggressive defensively. Like he's been one of those guys that I feel like has been just kind of in in offensive players and riding them from baseline to baseline it just puts them in a position now where terry is a guy that you can't really switch with because he's going to get mismatches where now delon is a guy that could size up a little bit where they could be i feel like a little bit different with their defensive coverages and things mm-hmm. they want to get to so i mean that's the stuff that i think of that allows them to kind of touch into different lineups and as much as we talked about him on tyler i mean Delon's not getting in the way of Tyler. He's helping Tyler. Like, he's a guy that can really, I feel like, bounce off of him pretty well and not get in his way. So, I mean, it, it fits because they all the guards that we're discussing, like, yes, they have now decent guard room. A lot of offensive-minded guards in this, in this guard room. A lot of guys that are looking for their own shots. A lot of guys that need to find a little bit of a rhythm going into a game. Delon's not that guy. Delon is a guy that is going to do the complete opposite. He's just worried about kind of doing the gritty stuff. And, 
I mean, we, we talked about them needing an enforcer, and I'm not saying that's what DeLon is, but he's a dirty work guy. They, I feel like they need that guy. They need that guy in a lot of playoff games. They need that guy to kind of make things ugly, as Spo likes. So they always have that option now. I think the one thing that Spo's going to have to manage, though, is he's going to have to manage uh, some egos maybe as he manages the minutes. Because I, I that that's the, you know, that's kind of the, the downside to having more depth is that, you know, there are guys who we've talked about trying to find their fit this year. When, when the roster is healthy, they seem to have more problems. Now they've added another player to the mix. And again, I'm for it. I like the move. And, and I think this speaks to the organization. Uh, Greg, and this is what I want to close with, actually. It's funny to me because we're in the social media space, I think, more than any other outlet down here. Like, we are in it. I mean, I literally chose the people for this enterprise from it, right? Like, we we are in the mud, right? Yeah. Okay? And it's just funny to me as I follow the social media stuff how, like, Heat fans in that space, okay? I'm not talking about the casual Heat fans or even the ones who show up at the arena, but the ones who are on there all day long or even on our Discord, but particularly on Twitter, I like to say ours on the Discord on Off the Floor, the more intelligent brand of Heat fans because they're they're willing to escape Twitter to, to come to us on that. But it's funny to me how, like, sometimes they think, like, the organization is blind to all this. Like, they're asleep. Oh, yeah. Like, they know what their deficiencies are. Like, they don't – it doesn't need to be explained to them. Like, they know we need a point of attack defender. They need somebody who can get into the paint. But it's like not every opportunity – first thing, you're not going to get everybody you want because you need other players or other teams to acquiesce to your demands, okay? Um, we saw that this summer. But beyond that, it's like – <laughs> you, you, you sometimes you have to be patient like yeah. you have to be patient and then you're, you're sort of cost right uh, opportunity cost but then op, right exactly and then you're like opportunistically aggressive right like so you know you look at this situation it's like every this has happened before where the heat have not gotten a guy and then they end up like i feel like last year there were a couple buyout guys they didn't get but then kevin love they kind of waited it out and i saw some stuff from heat fans like don't they know they need to add somebody like a Thad Young or or a Yes, they know, but like obviously they they had they had a feel for the fact and we talked about him. So again, this was not a complete surprise. But they had a feel that Delon was gonna get, you know, basically released or let go or bought out is a technical thing, but he was gonna be free for them. It makes sense. Um or and so when that happens, you pounce, right? Like that's that's the thing. And and, and I think they I think I think fans have to give them more. Again, you can criticize things they do. That's fine. We do that here. But I think, like, give them a little bit of benefit of the doubt for basic intelligence. Like, like, they know they needed a point of attack defender. Like, it was obvious the entire season. Yeah, and the fact that just overall, I think if you – most Heat fans, if they went and talked to real, had real conversations, maybe coffee and conversation with like Hornets fans and Magic fans, like maybe not Magic fans this year, but Magic fans generally, and really talked about decision making, I think that you would all of a sudden have a new perspective. But when you get in your echo chamber of, you know what's right and everyone else doesn't. Um, it's just that's how the social media age is. You have to give them a little bit of credit. And you do have to also take into account the results because the results have been what they are. And uh, Heat fans should feel good about the fact that even when they look like they get punched in the mouth and even when people like me start to lose the guts, 
they keep coming back. I mean, they just have won, what is it, six out of eight, and now they've added another piece. And so you're right. Let's give them a little bit of credit here that they've um, they turned a, a really sour situation that they really made the best of with Kyle Lowry, frankly. They made the best, and they maximized every inch. I don't of think what they, they could have had him in that locker room another two or three weeks. I really don't. I I, I don't. And I I just it was it, it was going to become a toxic situation, and they knew it. Like I before the season, before the season, okay. Someone very high up said to me, "If he doesn't start, he's going to be a problem." Like you're going into the season with that, with a 37 year old player. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like who shouldn't have been a starter at that point? And so, again, they didn't have other options. So it was kind of like, okay, it was got to be somebody. But it's just like – got two they, guys they who want to be here. Right, exactly. They got one guy who worshipped Dwayne Wade and another one who's like Dwayne's nephew. Like, I, it, it's just like uh, – you know, it, and and I, I think that that's, that's positive. And, again, this speaks to, to what I still say is the single most important trade in Miami Heat history. The conversation between Kobe Altman and Andy Ellisberg. Hey, do you want Dwayne back? Because to me, everything that's happened after doesn't happen if you don't make peace with Dwayne the way that they did. I mean, every, everything. And Jimmy's not here either, by the way. So there you go. We'll finish there. All right. Thanks uh, thanks to Brady. Thanks to Greg. ShopTubCulture.com. Use code 5. Better Edge. Use code 5RSN. And check us out all weekend long on Playback uh, for all the All-Star stuff culminating with Bam's appearance on Sunday night. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Fivers and Sports Network. After all, someone needs to listen to my dad. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.